Nick and Matt Jackson. You're listening to the Work Shoot Wrestling Podcast. Too sweet. Suck yeah. Welcome to episode 241 of the Work Shoot Wrestling Podcast. We are on All Out Saturday. This is Corey Richmond joined by Jason Brooks. Unfortunately, I'm not in Chicago for the second straight year because of this little thing called COVID-19. Uh, we're continually to unfortunately have continuous losses in our country as we battle this never-ending disease, which has been mishandled by this country, but that's for another show and another time. But uh, Jason, how are you doing today on uh, one of the more exciting days of the year for AEW and for wrestling fans around the world as we finally got the start of uh, Bailey Sasha, which hopefully will get us through WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, you've been pushing this Bailey Sasha WrestleMania thing for I don't know how long. But, no, it's uh, – I mean, SmackDown was good. Uh, we've had a pretty good week in wrestling. Um, yeah, I thought AEW was okay on Wednesday. Uh, I thought NXT dropped the ball. I did not like how they ended that. I thought the match was great, but I hated how they ended that. Um, so, yeah, it was a good week in wrestling. A lot to talk about. Andrew Yang apparently is going after Vince McMahon. Mr. McMahon's being completely petty as 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 per usual. Uh, yes, yeah, so a lot of stuff to talk about today for sure. We'll see how long we go. Corey always wants his shows to go long. We might have to go a little longer than usual today. Oh, you mean we're not done? All right. Uh, well, we're at work shoot on Instagram and uh, by, by the way, Twitter, by, by the way, I'm I'm just gonna say this, and we're gonna get onto the rest of the show. They've already turned retribution into a mid card stable already. By the way, I'm just throwing that out there. Once Reigns is, ba- Reigns is back, the big Sasha turn, they haven't mentioned Retribution. They were in a segment with uh, um, uh, you know, uh, Garza and his girlfriend. I mean, they're a mid-card stable. Go, go ahead. Yes, they, well, apparently uh, that matters. They're, just a, they're now they're just a raw angle, apparently. Now it's post-wrestling, a couple other places are saying. But uh, I'm sure we'll bring it up at some point so Jay can get a rant out of his system, which always gives me a chance to uh, take another sip of water here and there. But um, – Let's start with the, uh, the big event that's going on tonight, which uh, I think there is a, a good amount of excitement. I think that there's not as much excitement as last year because it was a fresher and uh, was basically the real true launch of a new company, which a lot of people weren't sure if it would succeed or what it would truly be. But we're basically now into, you know, truly into year two. We've got a different people on the top of the card. It's, it's not, you know, uh, Hangman versus... Um, a champion. This time we've got Moxley versus MJF. We've got, you know, a lot more guys established, more than just, you know, a bunch of indie guys trying to see if they can make something go. Established product now. What is your interest level going into tonight? Do you think we – do you think this can do as well as the first show? Or do you think there's as much interest? I mean, what's your overall – before we get into the actual card itself, what's your interest level going in? Are you excited? And I know, I know last year you were at the show with me. Yeah. What's your interest level, you know, not being in Chicago and yeah, I think, 50% I think, of the crowd and stuff? Yeah, I think it's hard, right? Like, we would be at the show, <laughs> probably. Like, that sucks. You know, we'd be doing a live podcast. We'd be at the show. I, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's changed. Now it's just a pay-per-view I'm going to watch on TV, like every other pay-per-view we're watching on TV nowadays. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think... You know, they've done some some TV. They've done some stuff to try to really pump it up, some specials. Um, I haven't seen those. I think they have – they had one yesterday, right? And they're having a red carpet event today at 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're definitely trying to do some stuff. I don't know. I think um, 
it's a show I'm looking forward to. I want to see what happens. I think they could really, they've kept titles on people for a long time. So I wonder if this will be kind of a changing of the guard. You know, WrestleMania is that. And I think All Out is AEW's version of WrestleMania. Um, that's the way I look at it anyway. I could be wrong, but that's the way that I feel oh, like no, it's, yeah, absolutely. it's been portrayed. And usually WrestleMania, and I don't want to compare it to WWE, but I just will, right? Changing of the guard. And so what we'll see if there's going to be a changing of the guard with the belts uh, with AEW. I, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, I'm looking forward to the show tonight. I mean, I think it's a must-see event. I mean, I do think that there's a good chance that we'll have, you know, at least one title change tonight. I mean, I think we'll definitely – I think we'll, we absolutely are going to have at least one title change. I mean, I think, FT, I think this is the crowning of FTR tonight because I think they've been built that very well. I mean, I think there's a 50-50 chance that we'll have a title change in the world title. And I think there's a slight – not a very good chance, but there's a slight chance, you know, we could have a title change in the women's match, but I don't think that's – I think that the Thunder Rosa thing is an interesting idea that they could be very ballsy tonight and, you know, do something different that's unexpected. But we'll get to that in a minute. But let's, let's kind of talk about the go-home show, which I think a lot of people were a little bit mixed. I mean, they did really well in the ratings, which we can get to later. But as a go-home show, I think it's the weakest go-home show they've had going into a pay-per-view. I mean, the boss, uh, Tony Khan, who was on the, conference, the media call that they usually do before the shows – which Cody was not on for the first time, you know, selling the angle and everything else from being hurt. But he said that this was, you know, the first half of the show was going to be more of a wrestling base. And then the second half would be more, you know, building with the angles. And I think it kind of suffered where it just, I don't know if it did that. I mean, it did a good job of selling the show going in where everything was saying buy the show on Saturday, but I don't know if it really did a great job of saying this is the biggest show of the year you got to buy this show, you know? I don't know if everything delivered in the best way possible. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Um, I do think it was an okay show, and there were certain angles and things they did that I really liked. But yeah, Corey, I think it's great to have a wrestling show, and I get it. That's what they're built on. They're built on having exciting matches and guys high-flying, high and, you know, I, I get all that. But at some point... You have to do more video packages. You have to set stuff up. And I just don't feel like they they did a really, really good job of that. Um, you know, I don't, think they, I don't think they did a great job of that, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was – the build was it build for it was fine. I just don't think it was great. Like, I enjoyed like, – every week on this podcast, we bitch and moan about the fact that the women's division is treated like second-class citizens. And now I'm going to say the fact that they mostly had a too long of a women's match when we bitched about they don't get enough time. But the idea of the fact that you had your final show, you don't have a showdown between Sheeta and Thunder Rosa. Corey, did it, feel, did it feel to you like they were putting over Serena Deep like real hard? It's like, we don't know anything about this woman. And they're putting her over harder than they're putting over Thunder Rosa. Like, it seemed to be, it seemed to be a strange, that was a strange match to me. It was like, why are, why are we having this long... Why are we having this long built, this long match? She should go out there and kill this woman. Right. See, I, it's a weird situation. Well, it's twofold. One, where it shows the importance of your announcers, where Jim Ross was showing, like, how important that this match was and saying how good Thunder Rose and, uh, and Serena Deebs, or whatever her last name is, she would. Yeah. Well, you know, well, he, well he, also, he also said this is one of the best women's matches we've had. And he's like, oh, I, 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 I he's, he's still. 
That's you, know funny, you know what's funny about Jim Ross? And I'm just going to say this. Um, he wasn't there for the women's evolution. Right. He's been calling wrestling for 40 years, but he hasn't called women's wrestling when it is where it is in the last, what, seven years. Mm-hmm. Right? He hasn't called women's matches like that. He hasn't called the Sasha match, I don't think, or a Bailey match, or certainly not when they were at their top. So I do think calling women's wrestling for him is another, you know, he's still calling women Jezebels and still says some of that same typical, typical, you know, stereotypical male things towards women. So I, I do think his style, I think they, when they have women's feuds, I think they might need to go more to Excalibur. I'm not saying Jim Beta, Ross. Have Beta Sky when, for, uh, have her in for those matches. Yeah, I mean, but, but then there's the idea, right, of, they need, you know, they don't switch the announcers in WWE for the women's matches, right? So, because then, then maybe it's looked at of a lesser importance. So, like the Mayo Classic, you had separate, you know. Yeah, but that was, but that, but that was different. That was a bunch of like newer people who we didn't sure, know right, right. and thing, think, you know, things like that. So I don't know. I, I you know, it's a nitpick, but um, it, it definitely stood out to me. Yeah, I don't know why that match was so long. It was a good match. It definitely was. I and it was one of the best matches women's matches they've had on TV in a really long time, to be honest with you. But it still was too long. I know, it was too long, but, you know, it, like, there was plus and minuses. And I was saying that Jim Ross, though, he, like, he made – one thing I'll give him credit for, he made he, – he went and said how important the NWA title was, like, the history behind that title. He was saying how that women's title meant something. And at the same point, it almost made, like, their title seem, like, a little bit less important, I guess you could almost say that. But he was saying how, you know, how good they were. And like I, I understand you want to make for someone who has never seen the NWA, who did not see most likely the best match in the history of NWA power from hard times that um, match between Thunder Rosa and um, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting her name. Allison K. Thank you. Allison who they should K. also be bending over backwards to sign. She's, be, she's, she's terrific too. Right. Um, the former Sienna in uh, Impact Wrestling. But, you know, saying how, for someone who's never seen her work, you wanted to, you know, having her, like, beat, beat her opponent in, you know, three minutes, you're not really seeing how good she is. So, like, a longer match gives you a bigger idea. But, you know, having that long of a match, mostly drawn it out. But, you know, it was almost like a, maybe a little bit like a Ricky Starks type of thing where you had him have this long match and he got signed to a contract. Like, maybe Serena D's maybe got a contract out of this. And you need, you know, good established women. So, I mean, it's... It's like a catch-22 where the match was too long, but you might have also seen another person you've signed now as a result of this, and you got another good hand who could help the, you know, the women going yeah. forward. So, I, mean, I get it. I, know, I, I, I get it. it. It can go either way. I, I think it would have been more effective to do another video package with Thunder Rosa. Oh, no, I agree. And, and also leave, leave the fans wanting, right? Man, they're hyping this woman up. This Thunder Rosa, they're putting her over hard. Who is she? What is she? I got to watch this pay-per-view to see her work. So there's that there's that idea too, but again, different strokes for different folks. Oh no, absolutely! Like I said, I thought it was a good show. I didn't think it was a great show. It's, it wasn't one of those shows where I left it saying I'm not buying the pay per view, or if I and like I said, the way I think we look, we try. Although look although Corey, although Corey, that Moxley against the attorney was terrible. It was way too long. It was oh, it was all and I and you know WWE like, does those gimmicks or whatever sometimes, and they're always terrible. And I was like, oh, I hate that AEW is going down this route. They should have had him beat him in like two minutes. It sure. just it was so long. Ugh. I mean, I thought the beatdown at the end where it made, you know, 
MJF look more than more than just like a swarmy little you know guy who's just a good talker where he actually beat the crap out but, of him. But, but it took but it took him like all that time to establish that. Right, it took way too long. So I mean, but like I said though, I don't think they did anything on the show that would make the average person who was just sitting there watching, who might have like saw, who was watching, you know, NBA basketball over the last couple of nights on TNT, who saw advertisements and you know saw like Reggie Miller saying, you know. My kid's favorite wrestler is Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, who might have watched, you know, for the first time, may have said, wow, this is a terrible show. You know, I don't think, or when it said, you know, I'm not going to, you know, a casual viewer might have been said, you know what, I may want to still check this out. I think there was stuff, enough good show, good stuff on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't, I mean, Corey, I mean, I don't know about you. You know, we've talked about Raw and SmackDown a lot and NXT. Uh, SmackDown had the best show they've had in years. I can't even remember, right? And, um, and, you know, they continue to mostly have mediocre shows. I know that AEW has had a bad show since we started watching them. I can't say that they've had a bad show. They've had shows that aren't as good as others. Um, and I don't think this particular is one of their better ones. But I don't think they've had a bad show. So, you know, it's not like, oh, my God, this, the, the sky's falling on AEW. And I quite enjoyed, although the, the, the guy's cursing kind of, you missed some stuff. But I enjoyed the Hangman Omega thing. Um, I really did. Um, uh, I forget who, I think it was uh, Jake Barnett reviewed the show and he said that Omega just kind of has a kind of a phoniness to him. Like we don't know what kind of guy he really is. Uh, but I actually thought he was really good here. I really did. I thought this was one of the kind of better segments he's had. And it doesn't, see to me, that's why I enjoyed that because it actually left you saying, huh, what's going to happen? The Omega Hangman Page thing has been a long story of them not getting along for months and months and months and months. So it's like, is this the straw that that breaks the camel's back, you know? Whereas MJF, he's been a swarmy heel forever, while Mox has been this beast who's killed everybody. And it's like, oh, MJF's going to beat him up now because he got mad one time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to me, the I, I think the, the main event for this is really the FTR Omega. That's the, that's the match I'm probably looking forward to the most. The Sheeta match uh, as well, but... I, I think the tag match really is the main event. All right, so let's uh, let's uh, let's quickly get into this. Um, I think you, there's it's a ten match show. I don't think it needs to be that many matches, but you know, they've got a four hour window. This isn't WWE right now. That's which, a pre, but that's count, you're counting a pre show, right? Are you counting a pre show? I got a point here though. It's basically you know we, we've become accustomed over the last couple of weeks where WWE gets you out of there in two and a half hours, which is a godsend in this era. I think this is going to be a little bit longer of a show. I mean, yeah, but Corey, hold on, no. One, WrestleMania is usually long. Is oh, no. WrestleMania SummerSlams are usually longer. Two, you're counting, you're not counting the pre-show. The pre-show is an hour, right? Right. So, but you didn't count the pre-show for the WWE. So I don't know. It's it's four hours, but an hour of it is the pre-show. So like, you know, I'm saying that well, the the, the shows that I'm talking about the regular show starts at eight Eastern, and, and it'll be over by eight. eleven. Uh, they have an eight to twelve window, so I'm hoping it's over by eleven. But uh, yeah, it'll, be, it'll be over. Yeah, I think it'll be over by eleven. Do, what eight? All these matches are going to be thirty minutes. I hope not. <laughs> I'm just saying they have an eight to twelve window. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how long they go. But um, and also, you're paying sixty dollars for this too. We have. You also have to remember this isn't the network where you pay ten dollars right. a month. You're paying sixty dollars. You need to give people their money's worth too. So okay. that that's also a factor as well. Okay. And, and there'll be about 15% uh, 
uh, uh, fans. So uh, we've got 10 matches. We're not going to go over all 10 matches. I usually say if you've got, you know, on a 10-match show, if you've got, like, four matches that are super hot that you really want to see, that's a show that I think is worth, you know, paying yeah. for. Uh, by the way, one quick note before sure. you continue. The one thing that I do find funny with the fans is they need to figure out a way to show the fans better. Whenever they show the fans, the, sh- the fans are, like, adjusting their masks. <laughs> their masks are all over the place. Every time it's the fans being sloppy with the masks. It's like – you're not, you're not really selling us on going to these shows where, where people were masks. But anyway, just a funny note. Go ahead. Sorry. So like I said, you know, usually you got four, you know, if you have four matches that you're really into, I think it's a show that's worth, you know, worth getting. And when they do, you know, shows every quarterly show, they're not WWE that's doing, you know, 12 shows a year right now. Yeah. And I always ask you, you know, with them, is this show worth, you know, $50? I would say this show is. I mean, you've got... I think all of your world title matches, I think, are are worth it. That's true. You know? all, yeah. I, so, uh, first of all, let me ask you, the 15% capacity thing, is that what they've been doing, or is, this, or is that more than what they've I think been they've doing? been doing 10, and I think they're now putting it up to 15. Okay, okay. Um, but I think that'll be the equivalent about 750 to about 850 of fans this time. So. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that, that'll be a nice smattering of, of people at least. Uh, gosh, Corey, I, you know, the whole is something worth $60 to you might be worth something different. $60 to me. $60 is always my line. Is it 50 or 60? It's 50. Okay. At well, 50. It's 50. It's 50. I know on fight on fight TV. I don't know. It's on regular pay-per-view. Cause I was actually looking at the app, you know, or VR live, I guess in the U S Okay, so it's, so it is fifty dollars on Fight TV. I it's isn't it weird how I'm saying for fifty it's worth it, but for sixty it's not. I I don't know. Uh, I think for fifty dollars it's worth it. I think you have three, I think potentially great championship matches, yeah. like really 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 good. Uh, the Jericho match, I'll be honest with you, I could care less about it. Um, the Battle Royal should be fun. I don't care about the eight man tag. Uh, I don't really care about the Bucks and uh, a lot of the, really? I guess the, the 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 some some of the matches I don't really care about. Um, so, but the three title matches are enough, you know, to sell a, to sell a show. So, yeah, it's worth fifty dollars. I, I I think. Okay, I mean, I I actually think all three title matches are really enticing, and I think uh, I know we've seen Bucks Lucha uh, Jurassic Express on TV before, but I think with the Bucks showing a more of a heel tendencies over the last like week or two. I think it's going to be a different style match. And I think it, that makes it more interesting. Hey, have the Bucks I, ever worked as, I mean, they've worked at he as heels with the bullet club, but I don't know. I still feel like they pretty much had their style. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, do we get more out of the Bucks? Do we get like a different side to them? Um, because I don't know. We haven't really seen that, you know, um, I think, and I've said this to you before, I think Matt Jackson might be kind of a dick, to be honest with you, in real life. Like, he might be kind of a dick. Um, I don't think he's a terrible guy, but I think he might be. He, he, he reminds me of a little bit of, like, Aaron Rodgers. Like, he just might have kind of, he might be just a, a I don't know, he might just be kind of a, you know, whatever. Um, so, I don't know. I think he has potential. We've seen that in being the elite and stuff coming out from him and stuff, just stuff he said, interviews he's done. 
He's feisty. Um, and I want to see that come out of him. You know, I want to see that come out of him. Uh, Nick Jackson, let's see that stuff come out of him. So I don't know. As far as the match goes, yeah, you're right. I mean, it could be a different kind of match. I guess we've just seen that match already. And like, what does it mean in the standings? But yeah, hopefully they, you know, kick the shit out of them. And they beat up Marco Stunt. I mean, that seems to be the heel move, beating up the little guy. But um, yeah, we'll see. And then the elite becomes Omega the Bucks. And then they're all heels, which I, I think could be interesting. I, I, I do think that this, the reason why I think this is an important show to watch for, for fans of AEW and wrestling fans is I think that shit's going to go down in this show. I don't think this, I think this is going to be a turning point type of show. I think there's going to be someone, there's going to be a heel turn, a baby face turn. I think something's going to happen on this show. And I think if you're AEW, you need it to happen on this show. I think you need to do something on this show. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, you could, I, I don't, I think it's been done well the last couple of weeks, but do you really care about Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara? I mean, Matt Hardy loses. I mean, yeah, maybe the Matt Hardy character goes away, but he, the guy's not leaving the company. I mean, he's, and if Sammy Guevara wins, that's great. You get you got the young guy over. Or if he loses, you know what? He loses. I mean, it's not like this is the, a big thing. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly care about this feud. I, I don't, I don't particularly like. I don't I, care at all. Like if and the it, dark, or, you know, if the dark order loses, it means you most like the, the best thing that comes out of it is, I guess, whoever wins that. If somebody you know wins that match, is, wins that match, maybe you get it. Hopefully, Sky gets the pin and you set up a contender for Brody Lee. But besides that. Does it matter? I mean, no. I I feel like that's a match to get people on the to get some people on the card. Right. I mean, you know, Britt Baker and Big Swole. It's going to be a cinematic match, so it'll be something different. And you know, it, oh, is that a cinematic match? Yeah, they, they said it on the conference call. It's basically, I think, it's because I mean, you saw Britt; she was able to walk. I don't think she's most likely truly ready. And it's and I, I think that just means that that feud's going to continue. And I think it also, and maybe you disagree with me, but I think. Because Britt's been out for so long, the, the skits have been really entertaining and stuff. But I think some of the heat from that feud has kind of leveled off a little bit. Maybe yeah, I think the build, I think the build, I think I think the build stopped when they started having these matches. Uh, you know what I mean? Once they started having Big Swole against Rebel and 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 Penelope Ford, who I mean, well, I don't know what they were thinking about there. Well, Since she they, up the, you know from the first. First move in that match, that, that match just went downhill. And then it just yeah, went so, I mean, I, I think Penelope, I don't know, they did a bad job with Penelope Ford there. I think they should have done, protected her more. But, um, yeah, since they started doing matches with Rebel, it's, it's been it's been bad. Oh, right. um, yeah, so I, I think definitely a lot of steam has been taking off of that series, uh, I, off of that feud. I, I completely agree. So, we, so we, we, we spoke about the on the card as quickly as we could. So uh, the other matches that are still – on this show, we got the 21-man Casino Battle Royal. Winner gets a shot at the AEW Championship. It's going to be the same way, apparently, as uh, the first two, where they'll have four groups with five in each group. It's a typical Battle Royal, and you'll have a, a one, uh, one guy who's known as the Wild Card who'll come in at the end. First year, the Wild Card was Hangman Page, who wound up winning it, getting the shot uh, at All Out, the first, the first event which we were at. Same, we're not there this time around, but Kate Fry always spilled milk. I will, because I'm that's what I do. Then the second time around, it was Mercedes Martinez who uh, wound up going to NXT and you know be facing Rhea Ripley next week on uh, the Steel Cage match. But um, and then this, and then the third time was Cage, right? Well, the third time is going to be uh, this this show. The other one was another uh, was Double or Nothing, and they had 
a different type of match, but it was the same concept. The winner got a title match. Okay, it was a different concept. Okay. Right. So we're not going to go over all 27. We don't know all 21 guys. Right now we know 17. We're not going to all 20, 17 guys, but the major people in the match are Darby Allen, Lance Archer, um, all the members of um, – Eddie's new crew. I think they're not. I think they're not major people in this. Right. But and, you yeah, know, I think I think I think Archer, Cage, Darby Allen, Ricky Starks. Those are the guys. Those are the guys, right? Um, you know, if they bring in. Er- Spears, I mean, you could. I mean, and the only reason I say well, Sean Spears yeah. might have a chance is because if you're building this Tully Tully Blanchard stable, and if there's a good chance FTR is going to win the tag team titles, there you go. You, you might have a chance where they might do a huge pull push for his whole tight stable. Maybe you give him the shot. He's not winning the title, I don't think, by any stretch. But this might be an idea for his whole tight stable to have a really big night. Yeah. No, that's – no, you're right. You're right. That's – Yeah, you're right. That, that could that's, – that's possible too. Um, and then we, we also have to put in – like there could be some type of Eric Rowan uh, yeah, wild card. Yeah, that could be a spot for him too. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, so a lot of different things could happen. But I mean, also part of this is the. I mean, does the battle royal foreshadow who wins the belt? That's true. Well, so if, if a if a babyface wins, are we are we gonna get you know? If a babyface wins, maybe you could do either way because they've had Moxie go against Darby Allen in, in the past. I but mean, if a heel wins, win. they're probably not gonna have a heel versus heel with MJF. Right. right. I mean, I wouldn't think. I mean, you could always do, you know, the one of the things that you, and we'll move a little faster, but one of the things that you saw at the very end was Wardlow looked at that title, you know, uh, for a moment. Could you have Wardlow be one of the four guys and you have Wardlow wins the, uh, win, you know, wins the shot, MJF, MJF wins, and then you set up that idea where MJF thinks that, you know, he's got a secondary shot in the bank with Wardlow and then you could lead to that turn at some point, you know moving somewhere, you know, that idea, but who knows? I mean, yeah. you also got that. I don't think it will ever happen, but we had, a, you know, we could bring this up right now for a quick second. We had a big name that said he's a free agent this week. I don't know if there's any way he's showing up, but we have Brock Lesnar show no, up. I'll get out of here. Stop. Move, on. <laughs> Move on to the next thing. No, but, uh, you know, that's, that's a, a big draw. Who gets the next shot? I mean, if it's early enough in the night, could we see, you know, either Hangman Page or Kenny Omega be, you know, a, a special guy, you know, as a, the wild card. That's interesting. That would that would be that would be interesting. That yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, Cody Rhodes make a special appearance, and that's how. Do, let, let me ask you this: Do they think? Do you think they get? We we think they're gonna get creative, but do we think it's gonna be a guy who has gotten a world title shot before? If you eliminate the guys who have gotten world title shots before, Darby Allen, uh, Cage. Uh, Archer's gotten a shot at the TV title. Right. That's it. Yeah, and then most of the guys. So I, it, so you, you figure you're gonna get some surprise, but uh, are they gonna elevate the match? So yeah, are they gonna elevate a Phoenix or a Pentagon? I don't think they do that. Does it, I don't know if um, you know does does is Neville is he is it possible that he can return? Neville I don't know. Pitch. I don't know what the rules are with you know obviously. People can come back in here now, but we can't go anywhere. We can't go to Europe. Right, so. I mean, Sammy Zayn just recently came back to me. I mean, I know it's Canada, but some of the restrictions might be a little lifted. We, this could be the return of Neville. And you know what? If Neville if Neville wins that twenty one man battle royal, that is an awesome return. I consider that's a that's a big time 
for sure. I know he's a guy who's in the company already, but if Neville gets that shot, or I'm sorry, Hawk, that's a successful yeah. big moment on the show. Yeah, I mean, we thought Cage would win. I think we predicted Cage to win the Battle Royale last time, right? So yeah. I hope we get some unpredictability. Like, I don't want to get Cage comes in with the Battle Royale, like, what the hell? Let's get something different. So we'll see. Yeah, so let's, uh, if still another couple matches here, just quickly. Uh, Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa. I think this has a good possibility. And I don't think it will be the best match on the show due to the fact that you have those two tag team matches, which on paper should be the best matches. But I'm going to go with the upset here just, just to be fun. Thunder Rosa either wins the match or to protect the NWA, you might have a 20-minute draw to protect the title and maybe to set up a rematch down the line. Yeah, I don't see Sheeta losing. I absolutely don't see her losing the match. Um, I, you're, the scenarios you pointed out were, were sounding good. A Sheeta win or a draw possibly to protect her. And I, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world because they've had draws in the past. Yeah. And if it's a good match, I don't think people have, you know, have a big problem. No, I agree. Omega Page versus FTR. I think that has a good chance of being the best match of the night. Absolutely. I have a hard time believing they're not going to have a title change here. They built FTR so well. I think the story of this whole type of thing has been when we get crowds again, it'll be FTR versus the Young Bucks. And I think now that it looks like crowds are slowly coming back now with the 15%, and maybe by the time revolution happens, well, maybe Alex Schaff shows somewhere else. I think it's time to put the titles in FTR. I mean, I don't know if we get the split of Kenny and Adam Page here or not, but I think uh, this is the time you get to do the title change. I think if we get a title change, you get a split, right? Like, yeah. And could we see some type of turn? You know, could we see... The cleaner? Could we see the cleaner? You know, uh, I, I think it's time. Um, I, I think it's time for the elite to become the, the elite again. Um, so we'll see. I think we could see a turn in that match. I think it. I think we would see like a really, really, really great match, and then they would do a turn at the very end. So the only thing so. that is weird to me is if FT. Now and we'll move on very fast to this, but if if FTR are heels, the Young Bucks are heels. So both of these teams, if you're going to have them face each other, they're both going to be heels. I mean, the only thing I don't think that matters when it comes to the. I don't think it matters. They've had a feud for freaking three years on, on being the elite. I don't think it matters who's the heel and who's the baby face. And also, Matt and Nick don't necessarily have to be heels. Just like FTR doesn't need to be heels. They could just be, you know, kind of badasses, you know, you know, kind of, you know, take, breaking the rules a little bit, you know, things like that. Uh, so it doesn't have to be necessary that each team's a heel, but it could be that they both want to beat the hell out of each other it's for the title there's so much built-in stuff there with it possibly being for the title with how long their feud has been they have such a good story that they could tell i don't think it really matters if if they're heels or baby faces or whatever all right uh now very quickly here i think jericho wins this feud because i think orange cassidy has gone so much out of it becoming a star uh and i think at the end of the day jericho will go into the uh Mimosa, the tub, he may win the match and then get thrown in afterwards. I think the general idea is they've created a main event or a semi-main event guy in Cassidy going forward. That was the idea that he's won one match. I don't think he has to win the overall feud. I'm going to say Jericho wins, and I wouldn't be disappointed 
if Cassidy wins, but I think you just got, I think you have to keep Jericho strong, even though Jericho's big enough that at this point in his career, it doesn't matter if he wins or loses matches. What you just said is why I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy. He's 50 years old. Who cares if he loses him? He could lose every match for, you know, the, the next 10 years. He's still going to be Chris Jericho. Uh, I didn't say whether I thought FTR would win. I definitely think FTR is going to win. Okay. Uh, and I think Cassidy is going to win the Mimosa match, which, again, don't really care about. But, you know, maybe it'll be a fun match. I think it's a nice um, – and I do, and I am saying this on purpose. It'll be a nice cl- uh, palate cleanser before the main event, even though I so think – So you uh, think it'll be Moxley main event, Jericho, uh, and Omega before that? Yes. Interesting. Unless you're going to have either uh, Omega or Hangman in uh, – as a – as a surprise in the uh, the battle royal, then you have that match earlier in the show. Okay. Okay. And so the main. I mean, I think that'd be. I think that'd be a hot open. NXT's done that in the past, where they've had like the tag team title be like the first match, and it's like holy shit. So it, it, that would be a hot open instead of opening with. I think they know. open with the. I think they open with the uh, the Bucks and. Uh, the Express. Yeah, they, they. Yeah, they could do that too. They could do that. Too. And I th- and we didn't say it, but I think the Bucks win that match. Yes, absolutely. Although they, although you know, Jungle Boy, you know, from things we've read, they really want to, you know, put him over. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, it could, and all results could lead to more of the frustration of the Bucks, you know, with everything going on. But so the main event, I think we're going to disagree here. I'm going with the title change. I think uh, MJF. I think MJF is going to win the title. Even though I think the fact that they most likely. Most of them want the style change to be in front of a massive audience, and that's where this was supposed to go with MJF being crowned at All Out in front of, you know, in Chicago, fold out, you know, crowd. But I think it's time, but I would not be surprised if Moxie holds on and they continue to build and they build off of an MJ loss leading into a Wardlow turn or something. But I'm going to go with the title change. Uh, I'm going to say they don't change the title. Uh, and that Wardlow costs MJF somehow, and there's an MJF Wardlow feud. I, I could see that. Uh, do we see, and then ending this conversation here, do we see, if Moxley uh, does keep the title, do we see some sort of big thing at the end of this show leading into next week, you know, lead, giving us an idea of where we're going from here? Do we see like, Mir, you know, we see like a Rusev or Nick, Nick Aldis, something that tells us where we're going into the future as we end the show, like a big surprise or something. I'm not saying Lesnar. I mean, they did, they did, yeah, they did with um, Proud and Powerful LAX. Double or nothing, they, they brought in Moxley, so I mean. Yeah, probably. Probably, because, I mean, they do these shows quarterly, right? So they, they have time to bring you a surprise. And they really don't need any new guys, but it's fine. Um, sure. Uh, I will, only thing though, you know, I think about, I know I'm making this comparison and people are going to say, oh, you're a WWE guy, whatever. But at the end of WrestleMania, it's one guy holding the title and that's pretty much it. That, that's your image that you see of your main star, your main event, your main event guy holding the belt. So I, I think that's how they may end it, but AEW does get cute. So I'm going to say they do something, they do something shocking at the end. I'm going to say they do, yeah, Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think they do something at the end. I agree. I, I could absolutely see the return of Pac. Absolutely. All right. So uh, we're both looking, really looking forward to the show tonight. I would say that we both would strongly suggest people give it a chance. I mean, it's not our money, but 
I think if you're going to watch a show, this would be definitely a show to, to check out, especially if you're checking out AEW for the first time on pay-per-view. It would be a good, you know, starting off point. Uh, Jay, so let's get into a little bit of the other big story of the week. Happened last night after a, over, you know, over a year of the slow build. Last night, Bailey finally made the turn. She decided that Sasha Bank was the weak link, at least story-wise, you know, and she did the big turn after a long, much better than I expected rematch for the women's tag team titles. I mean, Nia Jax is still terrible in the ring, uh, but we had to turn. How do you think it went down? Did you, did you enjoy it as much as I did? I thought it was really well done. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. Sasha's never been a good baby face, so I do think it's interesting that I mean, they were setting up for Bailey to be the one to turn on her. Oh, sure, right. But Sasha's really not a good baby face. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they play that up. Um, but, yeah, no, the, the, the attack, how, how vicious it was, um, it was great. And here's what I hope they do. Let's not have them wrestle at Clash of Champions. Let's not have them wrestle at the Survivor Series. Keep her out for a long time. Keep Sasha out for a long time. She's got, you don't have to say she's got a broken neck, but you could say she's, but not for nothing. Sasha and Bailey have both been going real hard. Uh, so maybe this is the time to give them, you know, give them some time off. Have Bailey beat up some more challengers for the SmackDown women's title, which, now here's a question though, Corey. Do you run the risk of, say Sasha's not there for a while, which they should do, but we know WWE likes to, not do that say Sasha's not there for a while does it really hurt the Smackdown women's division like is it going to be hard to have any other credible contender for Bailey's title in the meantime it you, you're, like as you're saying you want this to go to Wrestlemania right are there enough credible people for Bailey to go against to keep this from you know happening to keep them away from each other. Is there enough, enough depth for that? Yeah, what, I, think, I think if you bring on, up somebody, on, on, on Smack, SmackDown's women division, who are they going to ever go a, against? You can't bring up a, somebody from NXT? You can't bring up one or two people from... As a, a sacrificial lamb? That's what you want? Well, this is, this is how I would book it. Just give me uh, two seconds here. Fantasy booker, let's go, Corey. <laughs> this is not going to end well, but... No, and never, the fantasy booking never does, but go ahead. All right, so this week you could have... On NXT, you're going to have Rhea Ripley versus Mercedes Martinez, okay? You have Rhea Ripley, you know, beat Mar Mercedes Martinez. You have that. You have that taken care of. You're going to – you have Mercedes going to you – know, Mercedes Martinez come up to the main roster. And, uh, what? Wouldn't it be the opposite? Wouldn't no, it be Rhea Ripley coming up to the main roster? Well, Rhea's going to face you uh, for the uh, – you're setting her up to go get her uh, – her, finally get a rematch, aren't you? It wouldn't make sense to have Mercedes Martinez come up, though. She just got there. All right. But Your fantasy booking's already messed up. What a mess. But remember, Eel's also a babyface, right? So I think you have Mercedes Martinez be there, and then Ripley comes up. Okay, go. All right. So just the – well, my idea here – Also, is, you can't have Mercedes Martinez come up because she's a heel, and Bailey's a heel. So that wouldn't make sense either. Well, I think you're built. Aren't you kind of building here right now to um, Shayna Baszler with getting all these uh, 
these tap outs to Shayna versus uh, what's her face uh, versus Bailey right now? Isn't Shayna's Shayna on Shayna? Shayna's on Raw. She's got the title. If you have the tag team titles, you can be on either show. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think. I think so. that's what they're doing. They, they've had her tap her out a couple of times. But I think I they're building. I think they're building the Shayna against Oscar. Then who's going to go against Oscar? Nia Jax again? Unfortunately. No, no. no, no, yeah, no I think I think you're I think I think your your booking is your booking is champions, it's gonna be Mickey James. Your booking is is is, is All right, but just, here's just the general idea. Ripley's gonna come up if anyone comes up. Go ahead. Right. The general idea is I think you have a draft in October, okay? You have Clash of Champions in September. You have whoever you wanted to go in uh, you could do whatever you want in September, get through that pay-per-view. If you wanna do a Nikki, if you wanna do Naomi. You know, whoever you want to make it your choice for that one show. Okay. You have the draft. You have Sasha go over to get drafted to Raw. You do not have Sasha on the show. And the next time you see Sasha is she gets drafted to Raw. You have Survivor Series. You have Team Sasha versus Team Bailey. Royal Rumble. Sasha wins the Rumble. She, and then she goes and she challenges for the title. At WrestleMania. All right, now we're talking. Now we're That's talking. Yes, you started off rough, but you've you've well, brought it home. You've brought it you you've brought it home nicely. You started off rough, but you, made a mistake. you got off to a, a rough start, but it, it's 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 come home nicely. I, I think that's a good way to do it. I think that's a good Chelsea way to do Green it. after you know saying she was coming up for like six months. She's you know? in retribution. That's true. Um, yeah. but then like fun. but then how does you know you know Charlotte's gonna have to factor into this some some fucking how. Um, I heard she's taking a lot of time off. There's rumors that she's taking like a year off. I don't oh, know right. if that's I don't know if that's true. It probably isn't, but uh, it sounds like she's taking time. But who knows? I said that she'll be back in two weeks. But right. um, you know, uh, and you know what? That could be another person they bring back. You bring Charlotte back, and that that could be a feud that Bailey has for a little while too. So if they, you're right. There's some there's some things they could do for a little bit. Um, but you know, I don't want to see Bailey against Lacey Evans again. Um, obviously, they're pumping up whoever, uh, some white woman with a mink coat uh, that, you know, with heels. So that's who they're pumping up next. Uh, that could be Chelsea Green. Um, that could be Carmella. Returning Carmella, maybe. I mean, you, you know, you, you think it's, I mean, of course. But Carmella would, be wearing, Carmella would be wearing Jade. She'd be wearing Jordan. I think that's that'd true. be. I think that's. A, I think Chelsea. I think it could be Chelsea. I think it's probably an NXT person. Right. I mean, but you know, it was maybe it was just done for a one-liner. But you know, you mention uh, you mentioned Car. You know, Carmella's. You know, you know, latest. Oh, that's a that's a one-liner. That's a that's a one-liner. That's you never know. But I mean, what's she gonna do? Come out and fight Paul Heyman? That's a one-liner. But I'm saying, you know, I if you mention her, you know, maybe she's coming back. So yeah, I think she'll be back eventually. I mean, you know, you could have her. You know, they were former friends, so I mean, you could. Have her Bailey versus her class champions for one month, you know, for one show, and then that's just true. To get to the, just to get to the next event or something. That's true, and they can make it a big deal with Carmella coming back. You're right. Yeah, there's a few ways you can go. All right, fair just, enough. Yeah, I'm just saying, you just got to get to the next. You know, just got to get to the next show. Basically, you got to get to Survivor Series, but you really got to keep them away from each other and different right. brands. Yeah. And I think that's the best idea to get her off of uh, off of SmackDown, so they don't have to see each other, and then you can just have her taking shots at her, you know, verbally saying, you know. How she could never win, you know. She defend, you know. She had the title. She could never, you know, defend, you know, yeah. successfully, and all yeah. that other stuff. And I, like I said, I think this should be. I think this thing has been done really well. And I, I mean, I was shocked. I mean, I think they choreographed it as much as they were saying on the announcing that last night. But I think they, I was shocked they did it last night. But I think it's been done so well 
this feud. And I think it can headline WrestleMania. Because WWE forever does these things where they do feuds. It's a month. It's over. You forget about it. You never talk about it again. They don't do long-term stories at all. They did this time. They did a long-term story. Now, it might be out of necessity because they don't have any other, you know. I mean, Asuka and Sasha and Bailey are their three main event women. That's it. Shayna's, you know, she's get, moving up and, you know, Nia Jax is terrible, but she's there. Um, but those are the three main event women, you know, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte not being there and, and Becky not being there. Um, and so they've, maybe some of it's out of necessity, but yeah, no, I've, I've, I've enjoyed what they've done with them. And, you know, Jason Powell, uh, ProWrestling.net, friend of the show, he said that, um, you know, he feels like they've been overexposed. I don't know, Corey. I've enjoyed him. I really have. I think they've done a good job with them. I think they've done a good job with them. And part of it is that I've enjoyed it because they're really good wrestlers. <laughs> so, like, when they have matches, it's like, you know, they, they can be a little obnoxious in their promos, but it's not bad. And there's, all, there's little things that they kind of say to each other, little looks they've given each other during their promos to each other. And then they go out there and kick ass with matches. So, um, yeah, I, I've, I've really, I, I agree with that. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And we'll see where they go. But here we go. When we give WWE too much praise, they okay. oftentimes fuck it up. So, like, let's hope they, they, they keep the story going strong. So the, the next thing, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about the uh... – the sudden push of Jay Uso last night, or if you want to move on to the next, uh, next. Yeah, pick. I mean, good. You know, I mean, good for him. You know, I, I Cole kept calling him Uso because uh, I think he for, forgot his name, and then someone in the the, the mic, the the uh, his headphones were like, "Hey, Jay Uso, it's Jay Uso." <laughs> um, but yeah, good for him. I think they could have a really good match. I, I mean, Jay Uso has been a tag team guy forever. Um, I think there's no reason why they couldn't have a really good match. I mean, I, I'll be honest, when I first saw it happen last night, my first reaction was like, oh, okay, the guy hasn't been on TV in forever, and he's got, getting a shot at the title, that's a little... Also, a little, by the way, you talk about smart... WWE, they've struggled with doing smart things for a while. Mm-hmm. The way they protected Big E, like, the next time he fights for the... I think, he's, I think Big E is going to go against Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble for the title. I can see that. That's my, that's my prediction. They're, they've kept them away. They're keeping them away. They keep, you know, they'll do Sheamus. Then they'll do the Survivor Series. Um, then De- December's pay-per-view is always kind of wacky. And then Royal Rumble. Maybe have Biggie win the Royal Rumble. That'd be sick. That'd be, I mean, why not? I, you know what? I'm going to say Biggie wins the Royal Rumble. That's what I'm going to say. Right now, you've heard it first. The Workshoot Wrestling Podcast on September 5th. Biggie, you know, unless he gets hurt, obviously. But Biggie wins the Royal Rumble. Or Brock Lesnar does. And on September 5th, uh, Corey Richmond is not making a pick yet. He has not decided. Yeah. He's not hey, um, you, Do you want to talk about Brock Lesnar being a free agent? Do we want to get into that? Uh, I guess we can get into that quickly. But it's, one thing I just wanted to say was you did say they protected Biggie. The one, when I first saw it, I was a little taken back on the idea that, for at least for the moment, and the more I thought about it, it didn't bug me as much, but they felt like, at least for the like three seconds after it happened, yes, they protected Big E, but it, it felt like they were 50-50 booking uh, 
Riddle were the fact that he took the pin in that match. Just for a second. And afterwards, I was like, you know what, whatever. It happens to everybody. But the two, guys, the two other guys in that match lost in the pay-per-view that's, you know, that Sunday before. And it would have really hurt for either one of those guys to lose again. And Riddle have to be the guy to take the pin. But it's also the stories they're telling that if he didn't get hit with that move, he would have most likely won the match, you know. So yeah, I mean, he beat Corbin. He beat. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I don't agree with that. I, I think mean, it's fine. I, I think know. it's fine. It took the pen. Like I said, for one second. Yeah. I was like that, but I was like, you know, let me. I thought about. It. I was like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. No, not that big of a deal. So, but all right. So, we'll quickly, I guess, get into uh, to Lesnar. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Me the only reason it really came into this because the fact that basically. I guess is the idea that a couple of months after he left, the uh, exclusivity on uh, being able to sell his merchandise on WWE shop, they took the items off. So all of a sudden people, I guess, had noticed that it wasn't there anymore. So people decided to look and were like, oh, okay, he's no longer signed. So, you know, I guess it just leads up to the idea of could he go somewhere else? Could he go back to UFC? Could he go to Bellator? You know, guys like John Jones is going up to heavyweight and he doesn't have a fight at the moment. You know, that's a big money fight. Could UFC bring him back? Could, you know, he go to, you know, AEW with them having a pay-per-view? How long before WWE signs him? You know, is this, is this be a ploy by Brock to go and get the money amount back, going back up? I mean, with no Saudi show, is this a big surprise? You know, most people thought he would be back, you know, for a Saudi show, but if there's not one this year, was there any reason to have him there? You know, so I mean, I don't know how big of a surprise it is that he's, not sign when the fact we're not going to mostly would have not used them anytime soon. Yeah. Um, as the train goes by, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, I, you know, we've been told that WWE doesn't want to really want to use them until there's fans anyway. Um, or until it's a, you know, WrestleMania Saudi show type thing. So not a big deal, but if someone's a free agent, that means they can go anywhere they want to go. So, sure. It's not a big deal, but it potentially could be a big deal. Um, I don't think he's going to AW and he's going to make a million dollars in appearance. I don't think AW would do something like that. Um, but there are options. Um, you know, UFC, AW is an option if he takes less. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I don't think anything's going to happen, but just the fact that it's possible for something to happen is interesting. I mean, because like I said, in that press conference that uh, Tony Khan did uh, promoting the show, he went, when they asked him about Brock Lesnar, he didn't say no, he didn't say yes. He was like, I can't talk about that particular subject at this moment when he can because he's a free agent, but he wasn't going to, he wasn't closing the door by any stretch. So he was, he was, he was being very mum on the situation. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, uh, you know, I'm not saying he's not going to be there on Sunday, but I'm not going to say he's going to be there on Sunday. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the other big thing I wanted to talk about this week um, was the idea that on Tuesday night, uh, this past Tuesday, NXT was on by themselves for the first time. And next Tuesday, they'll be on Tuesday. And, we, and they did quite well in the ratings. They got 849,000. People, uh, a 0.26, number 10 on the night and the 18 to 49 demo, which is quite good for them. Uh, they, they hurt uh, Impact Wrestling, which was down. And I know it's not a big, 
Impact, who cares? But Impact have been doing quite well. The week before they had 171K. This past week they had 102,000. So they basically, you know, took half their audience. Half their audience away. AEW being back on Wednesday did their best number since basically, I think, January. They did 928,000, uh, a 0.36 rating, which is, you know, quite good in the 18 to 49. Um, do you, and it brings up the idea that should they go to Tuesday? I know that's saying admitting defeat, but, you know, is it time to really think about going to Tuesday night? I mean, Corey, they're, Corey they're not, they're not going to win. They're just, they're just, they're just not going to win. AEW has a more fun show. They have bigger stars. The show feels bigger. I'm not saying they have a better show, um, but well, I'm not saying they have better wrestling. Let's say, um, but I think as an overall entertainment product, they have a better show, and they have more stars. I just don't see NXT beating them um they've never won since they started this i don't know have they they've won maybe one week maybe a couple twice two weeks out of it's been almost a year that we've been doing this right so um yeah you know and i get the idea that you know they talked about having raw and smackdown wrestlers and nxt they really haven't done that that much with the exception of charlotte they had sasha and bailey on uh they had finn balor return I, I don't know. Moving probably is the best option. But here's what you got to be careful of. And they've talked about this with what Vince has said. You know, AEW is a slipping giant. Let, let's, let's keep that really squarely in mind here. I know Raw's numbers are getting better. I don't know their exact numbers. Um, you know, AEW is almost at a million people. You're, we're saying in a year from now, they get, they, have, they get Mike Tyson on there. They get a hot angle. They get another two or three big stars. You're telling me they can't be at a million five in a year? And then if they're at a million five on Wednesdays and they are doing better in the 18 to 49 demographic than Raw does on Mondays, you know, I, 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 think, that's gonna, I think that makes WWE nervous. So they'll not, they'll never go to Monday because of the fact that. No, no, it's not, it's not about that, but it's just about having a, a, a legit, a true alternative that they can't buy out, yeah. you know, um, which has been Vince's mo since the eighties. So, I yeah, I Corey, I, I don't know, I don't know. I think it's something they have to be. So, are you going to keep NXT on Wednesdays just to keep them on because they're probably not going to win? Um, I don't know. It's interesting. It's I, mean, interesting. I just want to read you something quickly here. Uh, Alex McCarthy of Talk Sports interviewed uh, La Champion Chris Jericho uh, earlier this week. And Chris Jericho said, we don't have uh, a screen up showing the moments of NXT like, Dynam uh, like NXT is doing with Dynamite. They're, they're just on there to mess with us. They're, they're getting good ratings on, they got good ratings on Tuesday. They should just go there. They're, they're there to mess with us. They can make more money. They should, they should move over to Tuesday. You know, what's the point? But Jericho is not wrong. I mean, I don't think he's wrong. They, they would get higher ratings. They would make more money. They would kill Impact. Right? Yeah. He's right. He's right. He, I, I, I mean, we've already seen, know this, that 
Vince can be petty. And obviously we have a story coming up. I don't know if we're, you know, how much we're going to get into it, but yeah, I mean, we know that he's, that he's petty. Um, I mean, and uh, fight but, but he also, but he also is petty and he's stubborn. So he doesn't, he's not going to want to admit defeat. Right. Um, and yeah, and he's not going to admit defeat. So I think that's, you know, that's a, that's definitely an issue. And the last thing on this one, Fight Select uh, reported on September 2nd that a couple of months ago, USA Network had thrown out the idea of NXT moving to Tuesday nights as they aren't as committed to the, to the, uh, to the competition aspect of Wednesday night's wars as it costs them viewers. WWE is reportedly receptive to the idea of moving nights. NXT will air on Tuesdays once again next week. So, I mean, at least the idea, I guess, has been floated. And I guess, you know, depending on how they do maybe next week as well, it could become more of a reality. So, I mean, we'll see how this all shakes out. And, and one of the things that we have to realize is just like, you know, with WWE getting a third hour on Mondays, this wasn't Vince's idea to have a third hour on Mondays. This was, you know, I don't know if she's still the head of, you know, USA Network, but Bonnie Hammer at the time with USA Network wanted a third hour. The reason why, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that. You know, they're a television partner. So you have a partner and you have to do sometimes what your partner wants them to do. Uh, They're still beholden to the the USA Network. So maybe it's not Vince who decides the change. It's it's, uh, USA who decides it. So we'll see. Right, you know, so SmackDown was on Tuesday. It was on Friday until they wanted it on Tuesday. Fox in their yeah. schedule wanted it on Friday, so it's back on Friday. So yeah, so we've been with yeah. Night wrestling for quite you know for quite a number of years. So it's not like it would take that long and, to change. And honestly, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it won't. I mean, they did eight hundred something thousand people. So people people move with the times. It's not this whole you know Thursday night lineup with friends in Seinfeld, and you got to watch at that time. There's there's DVR, there's streaming, there's so many different ways to watch this stuff now. Um, you know, I don't think it particularly matters. And I'd say for us as wrestling fans, it's great. You know, you got Raw on Monday. You'd have NXT Tuesday. You'd have AEW Wednesday. You have football on Thursday. Um, you know, so you got a lot of good stuff. Uh, boy, yeah, Impact. Uh, Impact would be the, the people that do not want this to happen. You know, and, and, Impact has, and Impact has been known to move in the past. And Impact had a following on Thursday once before. I mean, I think they were on the Trivial Pursuit or whatever the hell. Well, you don't want them to go against. You don't want them to go against football. No, no, but I'm just saying they have been known to move in the past. And they could, they would either maybe move back from ten to twelve, like they've done in the in the past. But I mean, if they if NXT moved, I think they would move either times or they would move nights to you know. And what what night, night do you move to? I mean, you know, AW. I mean, I, I guess you know non pay per view nights. But I mean, AW did good on a Saturday. I mean, oh, you can't put a show on a Saturday. I don't know. You can't. You can't put a show. You right? can't. We can't put a show on a Saturday. I, think you I don't know. They, they, what? I think you go back to Thursday. They're the only against, night with Thursday wrestling. Against, oh, against football. Hey, yeah, yeah. It's only part of the year, though, right? I guess. I guess. Yeah. But, but I mean, you you could go from. Man, there's a chance no one's gonna watch it on Thursdays. True. You know, especially with yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, we we do know this will really really affect Impact, so you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, oh, and congratulations, Eric Young, on winning the uh, the title. Yeah, the match wasn't bad. The match wasn't bad, uh, and Emma returned as well. So uh, Impact has is, is still been uh, pretty solid. 
and Wrestle House is over. So there's one less thing that Jay has to not watch from that show. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I, you've told me it's not great. So I, I it's it's not it's not not great. It's absolutely terrible. Okay. Well, congratulations, Rosemary. Um, so before we get to our last subject, quickly, AOP has been released. Uh, thought they had potential, but injuries and other things. I guess apparently was I guess I don't know too much at this point for them to continue being there. Hopefully in three months or however long they're not compete, I guess would be maybe AEW or ROH or maybe a New Japan gives them a second chance. I know AEW has quite a number of uh, male talent, so they mostly don't need them. I take yeah. a division, but I think there is an upside with them. Hopefully they get a second chance, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I'm surprised, you know, I know that they've had injuries. I think, you know, I, I think both of, the, both of the guys have had, you know, big, big injuries. So that's, you know, that's a big factor. Um, but I don't know. Like, they're big guys. Vince loves big guys. Like, why not continue to pay them and see if they get healthy? Yeah, it's an, interest, it's an interesting subject that uh, hopefully in the months to come, we'll see what happens to them and we'll have more things to do. But the, the last subject of the day, something that came out yesterday, which uh, at work shoot pod, I jokingly said, you know, WWE took away a little bit of the spotlight of uh, AW for all the wrong reasons. Um, I guess it was twofold. Uh, Vince McMahon put out a memo that was was released um, regards to that their employees, of course, were independent contractors, but, you know, that's a term that really doesn't truly exist, um, that they have basically, was it 30 days to go and get rid of any third-party services that they have, basically other outside income from, like, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, all these other yeah, things. Pro products they advertise. So basically, if you're not, you know, up, 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 down, or whatever it is, and the WWE doesn't own your stuff, you got to stop using a camera. How can you tell people they can't? You're independent. How can you tell people they can't make money? That seems outrageous to me. Well, that, that's what happened with uh, Zack Ryder when he was there with uh, that Long, Long Island IZ show that he had. He basically was doing it. It got, it got popular, and they, you know, WWE told him, you know, uh, you want to continue doing it? We're going to take over. And he was like, okay. Then all of a sudden he got too popular. They stopped pushing it. It was gone. And then, he, you know, when he went and him and Kurt Hawkins wanted to do that uh, podcast they do with the, uh, the toys, he brought it to them first. They said they had no interest. So they went and did it under their real names, which is, you know, a multi-million dollar thing, which they, they were smart enough to do it on their own this time around. But if, you know, if they were still there, they would have to either stop doing it or they'd have to, I guess, you know, sell the rights over to them. You know, I guess they one of the ways to guess, get like you know AJ Styles will either have to I guess have to do it under his real name Alan Jones. Or I guess him talking, you know, getting frustrated with Paul Heyman and talking on uh, his Twitch channel. He plays video games and you know killing the company for Paul Heyman. I guess they want to. Hey, do you think? Do you think that's what this is? Do you think it's a, a matter of they? You know, uh, we we already saw. And again, this is just you talk about freedom of speech and letting people. It's just. So funny, man. It just the parallels between who's running the country, between the relationships he has with Vince, and it's just, it's interesting. It's uh, it, it, right? yeah. part yeah. of this, the fact that Vince doesn't want, you know, after COVID testing and people getting, um, you know, uh, getting COVID and then revealing it, the company was very upset about that. With Renee um, Young, I don't know if you had Renee, Renee Young. Yeah, yeah, our, our, you know, she said they handled it terribly. Um, you know, so with, with that, they handled bad. They didn't want people to talk about it. I'm sure they don't love AJ Styles 
bitching on Twitch about his, you know, about Paul Heyman. His buddy's getting um, fired. And which, by the way, which we didn't talk about either. Uh, does AJ go back to Raw? That's another interesting subplot of all this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so is it that we don't want these guys? Because who cares if, if, if uh, Lana is peddling some bootleg energy drink? Let her make money. Like, I don't – how do we believe in capitalism, Right. But then we don't want the P- our employees to make as much money as they can. Now, if, if they're pedal, if they're like you know advertisers for like, porn. you know, Pornhub or something, like maybe you say, hey, you know, you know, uh, maybe maybe what you have to do is you have to get it cleared by the WWE. So it, it's got to be a product that that they're okay. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe there's something that they could do, but to just tell people, hey, that's it. You can't you can't make money. I, that's it's insane to me. Yeah, that isn't, are, are people going to also, are people going to be able to use their real names while doing it? Or are they not going to do it at all? Right. I don't know because one of the things that was, sh- was shown uh, that was reported was that uh, Paige went and changed her, on, I guess on her Twitch channel, she changed her name to her real names. And I don't know if that's going to be the answer to, for her to be able to keep her or not. But I know that, um, was it Britt Baker jokingly said at All Out she was going to be doing a bunch of uh, of cameos, uh, which of course you know um, Adam Cole went and said, "Well, how'd you find out about this so fast or whatever?" So I mean, doing it jokingly, but I mean, it's going to be weird. Where I guess like supposedly I guess Big E has done a ton of cameos over the last like I guess six to eight months, and that's been a huge extra uh, source of income for him, and I guess a lot of. Uh, the female wrestlers have done like cameos and different things as an extra form of income. And, you know, you know, like Roman Reigns, when he was out, of course, he doesn't need the money, but Roman Reigns was charging, you know, a hefty sum for cameo. And that was an extra, you know, these are extra forms of income for these guys. Now you're telling them either, I guess they have to do them as their non WWE. Explain what cam explain what cameo is to people. Uh, cameo is you, you pay uh, celebrities a set price to go and do like uh, individual like messages, like wishing people a happy birthday or s- saying, you know, Hey, this is such and such. And you're, uh, how are you doing? It's like a personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now for us, you know, we're 40 year old men. We don't care, but imagine as an eight year old kid getting a call from like Roman Reigns, like I would pay for my kid to get that, you know, like that's like, that's awesome. Or Big E or whatever. So yeah, they probably made a ton of money off of it. I, I just, to me, Corey, it's it it just it's I don't know. It's just it's ridiculous. It, it is absolutely ridiculous. Between COVID, how they've handled that, between this, it's like, man, it's a hard company to root for. It's really hard company to root for. Yeah, you so know, like you root for the individuals to make money and to do well and whatever, but Man, they're a hard company to root for. Yes, I mean, so this gets into the other half of our final topic is last night, a man who ran for president, man who most people know because of his, uh, his buttons said the word math, where he was going to give every person in the country, I believe, $1,000. Andrew Yang, who uh, got screwed when it came to the Democratic. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people like Yang. Yeah, I like Yang. That's part of the Yang gang. I thought if he would have... You're, uh, you're part of the Yang gang? Some of my buddies are part of, the, part of the, Yang, the Yang gang. I thought he was. I thought he had some interesting ideas. But I, I, think, I think... You know what I think, Corey? I think he had too many interesting ideas. I think he was too interesting to be president. 
Yeah. I think he was too smart. He was too smart. Honestly, I think he was too interesting to be president. Um, but anyway, go ahead. But yes, he was a very interesting guy. But he, as a, we found out, I guess apparently uh, after, I guess, All Out or Double or Nothing last year, I guess he made some, rest, uh, some comments after the show, like congratulating, you know, good show, whatever. But last night he went on Twitter and uh, he went after the WWE. Um, one of the tweets was, if I'm not the Secretary of Labor, I'm pretty confident I'll have his or her number to take to talk about the ridiculous classification of WWE wrestlers as independent contractors while controlling the name and likeness for years, even for something as benign as Cameo. He went on uh, to do, I guess, a couple of other ones, which... He might have been having some cocktails at home. He, he I mean, might have I mean, it's, it's possible he might have had some cocktails at home and he, he just started, he was just fired up about it. Yeah, but... Uh, this, the Secretary uh, of Labor probably is someone that Trump hired, so, right? So you would think. Well, I'm saying, though, if, you know, if Biden wins, he might be, you think, if he gets put in the, that office. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, it, so uh, maybe he would be the Secretary of Labor? Right, so Vince, you, you better hope your old buddy Donald wins because changes <laughs> is in the air and changes are long overdue when your corporate labor practices are, are concerned. Yeah, he definitely, was having, he definitely had a couple of cocktails. It would give me great pleasure. The people know. <laughs> Still for all wrestlers who who know you've been misclassified misclassification but are reliant on on staying on Vince's good side even because WWE might hire you I get it our job is to make it easier for you to get what you deserve without risking your career So those were a couple of the comments that he uh Yeah but, I mean uh, listen he Listen, we've talked about this. The man is not wrong. Um, so, it, but people have talked about going after the WWE for years, and no one's done it really. So, I I think it's safe to say Vince will be just fine. Uh, but again, just it's you know hurting people's people's chance to make money, and it's, it's just, uh, just it's just gross. It's just it's just gross. All right, any any last topics before we go? We've had a long one here. No, no. Uh... As always, you know, I would say uh, keep on supporting wrestling because it's an entertaining thing, but it's a dirty industry. So, Jay, let, uh, let people know how they can follow us and uh, everything else as we call it a day. Yeah, so we are at Worked Shoot Pod on Twitter. Uh, Corey's at Paladin808. Uh, I am at FStopBlue79 if anyone is interested in my oh, Twitter. Oh, wow. We haven't heard um, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still on there every now and again. Uh, we are Worked Shoot Wrestling Podcast. You can find us on Facebook our page. Uh, so we have a page and a group. Our group is called the workshop wrestling podcast, but don't worry about it. Just type in workshop wrestling podcast. You'll be able to find us. We are, I know this is like the second Corey says, this is episode two forty one or whatever. It's like, no, it's really like episode 20. Cause it's a new podcast, but whatever. Anyway. Um, so the work, so we're early. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, leave a review, give us five stars. We'll announce it on the air. Um, and yeah, thanks. And, uh, as always appreciate if you check out our sister podcast, you don't know Jackie, uh, this week we'll be talking about the whole Bella Thorne uh, situation with, uh, OnlyFans, how she basically scammed a bunch of horny dudes, uh, by telling them that she would be, uh, giving them uh, nude photos and then basically uh, 
gave them, you know, basically, you know, a half a lingerie of some sort. So uh, we'll get into that and uh, how basically, you know, she's, I guess, basically a horrible human being. So, you know, check out uh, You Don't Know Jackie every Wednesday, wherever you check out podcasts. And we do appreciate, as always, you checking us out and uh, enjoy your, uh, your Labor Day weekend. Jay, final word as always is yours. I think we're done here. See ya.